For the last number of years, a lot of movies that you could call apocalyptic have been um, popular. So apocalyptic movies have been popular, for example, uh, The Matrix, um, World War Z, uh, Snowpiercer, even the recent series um, Squid Games. It can be seen as sort of an apocalyptic sort of theme or genre. Now these apocalyptic movies and series all have something similar in common that they describe some time in the future, maybe even the near future, where there's been some sort of destruction or people are going through a cataclysmic event. Maybe the world was destroyed through war, there was a zombie apocalypse, maybe a natural disaster destroyed everything. But kind of these apocalyptic stories are quite over the top, oftentimes very violent, and oftentimes provoke a certain fear, even though you see that there are some people who end up surviving. It's kind of a fearful presence and they, they kind of inspire this within people. In the Bible as well, there's a lot of texts that also are apocalyptic. This is even a kind of literature, apocalyptic literature. The first reading from the book of Daniel today is an example of apocalyptic literature. And also in the gospel from Mark today, Jesus is speaking in an apocalyptic tone. The apocalyptic literature we find in the Bible, however, is quite different than these movies that I've been talking about, these apocalyptic movies. Because whereas these movies inspire fear, Apocalyptic literature in the Bible is meant to inspire hope. All apocalyptic literature in the Bible, whether it be our reading from Daniel today or Jesus' words in Mark's Gospel, are always addressed to a community that is suffering, and this literature is meant to give hope to this community. So this is quite clear in the book of Daniel that we read from today, that Daniel's um, text is writing to a community that is suffering and is meant to provoke hope in them, to get them the certainty that God is in control, God is in charge. So the book of Daniel was written at a very, very, very difficult time in the history of Israel. The book of Daniel was written around the year 165 BC. During this time, Israel was oppressed, occupied by a Greek ruler known as Antiochus IV, who was very brutal. Antiochus IV tried to enforce sort of Greek religion and culture on the people of Israel. Antiochus IV forbade circumcision, forbade the Jewish people from practicing their kosher diet, from practicing their different religious customs, and many Jews ended up dying at this time. So the Jewish people at this time were really suffering, really, really downcast. And the book of Daniel gives them an inspirational message of hope, that it is not Antiochus IV who has power, but it is really God who has power and God will ultimately vindicate the people. And in the book of Daniel, we see a lot of these apocalyptic images, which are kind of strange to understand, very, very symbolic, and have a lot of violence in them as well. But the apocalyptic literature ultimately is meant to inspire hope. We find in the book of Daniel, for example, that kind of there's always two things going on that are parallel to one another. There's a battle oftentimes happening in heaven, and the battle in heaven is led by Michael, who we read about today in the book of Daniel. And this parallels events, kind of the persecution of the people on earth. And just as there is a, a victory in heaven for God and his people, so too there will be a victory for God's people here on earth. God will vindicate the people ultimately from Antiochus, from this persecution, oppression. And later on in the book of Daniel, we hear about a very enigmatic figure called the Son of Man. We heard this again in the gospel, the son of man. In the book of Daniel, the son of man is kind of this, as I said, mysterious, enigmatic figure, but it's a figure to whom God gives all authority on earth after this battle or victory is done. 
The book of Daniel ultimately gives hope and inspiration to people living some 150 years before Jesus' time, that in the face of this persecution, they can have courage. God ultimately will vindicate them. So too in the gospel from Mark, Jesus is giving hope to people who are in a difficult situation. Mark's gospel was also composed or directed towards an audience that was suffering, that was suffering persecution, probably in Rome. And Jesus' words are meant to inspire these suffering people with the same message, that God is ultimately in control and God will vindicate the people. Kind of the new message that we find in Mark's gospel is God that will vindicate the people through Jesus Christ. So in the gospel, we heard Jesus talking again in this apocalyptic imagery about the end or the coming of a new age, a new world. And Jesus says that the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give out its light, stars will fall from heaven. In talking like this, Jesus is referencing the first book of the Bible, Genesis 1, in which all these things were created, the sun, the moon, and the stars. So in this way, Jesus is saying that God is about to bring about a new creation, God is going to create something new, something better for the people. God is ultimately going to vindicate them. And this new salvation comes through Jesus, who identifies himself as the Son of Man. Jesus says the Son of Man will be coming on clouds. Clouds in the Old Testament are an image for divinity. So Jesus here is saying he's not just a regular man, but he is divine. And Jesus then is taking this title from the book of Daniel and applying it to himself that it is through Jesus that God is going to bring about this new work in the world. For this reason, the people to whom Jesus is speaking, who are being persecuted, can have hope and can have courage. This kind of literature that we've heard today from Daniel and from Mark's gospel is also meant to inspire us when we are in moments of difficulty. When we are despairing, this apocalyptic literature is meant to give us hope. So for example, maybe we might be in our heart having some struggles, some despair, kind of feeling down about situations. This message of the gospel today reminds us that Jesus Christ is in control. Jesus has authority. He will restore hope again to our life once again, just as he did before. Perhaps we're going through kind of a difficult time at work or we're frustrated with political situations. The message of the gospel today inspires us that, look, Jesus ultimately is the one who is king. Jesus, in the end, will set things right. Or maybe ourselves or a loved member of our family or friends is sick at this time. The gospel today encourages us with this message of hope to remind us that Jesus is with us. And even if we have that fear of death, in the face of death, this message is all the more hopeful because it inspires us that even if we die, death is not stronger than Jesus. Jesus Christ can and will raise us up. So the gospel message today, the message from Daniel through this apocalyptic literature is meant to give us hope in the midst of our difficulties. So perhaps today at this Eucharist, we can identify one area in our life where we feel a little bit of hopelessness. What's one area or one thing you're passing through maybe in your family, at work or with your friends that brings a little bit of hopelessness or despair? Let us invite Jesus in a very intentional way into our hearts to kind of enter this difficult moment that we're passing through so that he can give us hope.